What's up, young world? What is up, young world? Listen, this guy right here, special, special, special guest to the Save Our Legendary podcast. This guy, man, listen, you can, if you, you know him, his name card is already, you already know who it is. It's not like I'm surprising. But this guy needs a proper intro. They called his voice Silky Syrup on Hot Pancakes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. oh written for a bunch of everybody, super mega R&B hit maker. Has his ups and downs like we all do. And we're going to talk about a couple of them today. Welcome to Save Our Legendary Podcast. Donnell Jones, make some noise. Popping, what's popping, King? What's going on, brother? You all right? Man, I'm good, man. Good, man. Just living life, man. I hear you. I hear you. Listen, man, I, like I said, I ain't got a lot of time with you, but I, I, I got a lot of, to unpack here. So we're going to start off with what you got going on as of late, because you know I know about Shy, right? Right. Explain right. to people about Shy a little bit. Well, the Shy is, it would be myself, Dave Hollister, and Carl Thomas. Whew. You know, that's, that's the new group we formed. We discussed this about nine years ago. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let, me, let me stop that. Uh, uh, decline. There you are. Yeah. So we discussed this. But you know what? Hold on one second. Let me, let me put this on Do Not Disturb. Mm-hmm. That way, can't nobody be chiming in. Mm-mm. Uh, Ain't no chiming. Let me do that real quick, man. Cause it's all good. It's all good. This is this, a chime-free zone. Yeah, this 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 phone would this phone would be going crazy, man. I already know. I already know. <laughs> My bad, bro. All good. No worries. So 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 the group is the shyest. Myself, Dave, and Carl Thomas. And again, man, we, we talked about this uh, nine years ago. And um, what happened was, was that you know, we all got our own careers and everything like that. But I, I, I just recently did a song called Karma. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carl came to the video. I called Carl. I called RL. And I called my, my, my young brother, Jacques. They all came to Chicago, flew out, and, and um, jumped in the video with me. And... Uh, I wanted Dave in it, but Dave had a death in the family at the time, so he couldn't mm. really make it. Um, but while we was at the video, RL was like, yo, D, I want to make a remix to this song, man. And when he said that, like the next day he went home, dude called me up the next day, was like, I got this, I got the record already. I'm like, man, this, this, this nigga worked fast as hell. Shout out to my man, RL. I got to get him on. Man. Shout out to RL. He is quick. Man, that nigga worked fast as hell. So, so when I heard the record, I was like, yo, this shit is dope. I say, this is what we're going to do, RL. I said, I'm going to call. I said, it makes sense for us to make it a remix with all the guys that was in the video. So I called Dave. I called oh. Carl. I called uh, Jacquees. And RL had already, you know, he, he wrote the record. So it was like, yeah. so, so when we all heard when the record was done and we actually got a chance to hear each other on the record, it was a no brain. It was like, you know what, man, fellas, it's, it's it's because we never we had never heard ourselves sing together. Right. So once we heard that, it was like, you know what, man, it's a no-brainer, man. And and the time is perfect right now. Yes. RB needs this. Um, and I mean, not only that, man, it's it's for the culture. So we decided to do an album, man, and uh and, and we're gonna turn it all the way up, man. Ooh, shy. That's yeah. And you know it's crazy. Case case brought me an idea shit. Man, case. 
Case brought this idea to me probably, probably, probably 2011, something like that, of, of a new group with mm-hmm. myself. He wanted to do like, I don't want to give all the business away, but he wanted to do a group with myself, him, Noke, and we was looking for a, a fourth member. But he wanted it to be like hip hop R and B. Obviously, I would be the hip hop entity of it. But and that just reminded me of like kind of like Voltron. Just yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like just building a super. Like yeah, <laughs> it's funny yeah. that you say Dave too. Dave is my man's. Um, uh, I gotta get him. I gotta get him on here too. I'll, t- I'll tell you a real quick story, uh, Don about how I met Dave. I was in Marietta, Georgia at this hole in the wall bar. I'm talking about, I didn't want to be bothered by, I just wanted headphones, one of them days. And so I go, uh, I was shooting pool too. And so I go to the bar to get some change. And uh, I walk past this guy and he's sitting there by, well, he's sitting with another guy. And I look back. And I went over to the gentleman, I said, man, listen, I don't mean to bother you, brother, but you look just like Dave Hollister, man. He looked up at me and said, well, that's what my my mother uh, named me. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, I mean, I'm talking about a hole in the wall. I'm in Marietta right. time. Right. So me and Dave talked, man, we come to find out we got the same people in common on the gospel side at church. You know how that go. But that's yeah. dope that, man, you, Carl, Carl Thomas is underrated vocalist. You definitely an under, I mean, and everybody know about Dave. Like everybody know what Dave is capable of. Y'all are about to smashington. Smash. I mean, you know what, man? I mean, if, if if I can really be honest, man, like Dave and Carl, them brothers got some pipes, man. I'm talking about some serious pipes, man. I'm gonna be the ba- I'm gonna be the baby face of the group. You know, I'm gonna come in with my little smooth shit. But them brothers, man, I mean, like when it comes to like that, that, that that gospel, that soul, that feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got I got a feel, but my shit is, my, my, my shit is a little bit different. Yeah. That's why it's gonna work so dope because we have so many different elements. Yep. And uh, uh, man, that boy Dave, man, is a beast, man. Carl too, man, but that boy Dave, man, when he made that goddamn Before I Let Go, man, man, that shit right there, <laughs> man. The way he sang that shit, man, and then Carl, his, his emotional and 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 uh, and I wish, come on, man. I mean, we we finna do some big things, man, for real. Man, listen, I listen, and I'm and, and it's funny because another gentleman hit me up that I that I'm starting to work with, and he is Carl guy. He's a producer, and he worked with Carl, and we had a meeting probably about a week ago, and I was like, damn, you brought that up. I was like, I just talked to my man, Don. Uh, I just texted my man, Don, about the shine, what they was looking for and type. So we might have some stuff for you coming up. But that dude, Dave, is different, man. David Hollister is different, my guy. It's a lot of great, great, great vocalists that are great at what they do. Mm -hmm. Dave Hollister is different, man. Different, man. Like, totally, like, like he he can do it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can do it all. I mean, we, we already seen him on, on the Tupac, keep your head up joint. A lot of people don't even know that was him. Man, man. A lot of people don't know he sang a lot of the background in Jodeci, too, when they had those albums. A lot of people you know don't know that so, too. Yeah, so, I mean, and then, you know, Carl come from that church background, too. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I met Carl in New York at this place called Chad's and Wilson's 
uh, back in the days, man, where, you know, you used to go and do the open mic and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he was ripping that joint. Like, nobody knew he was about to get signed, but he was killing that, that shit back then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, man, man, all of us, man, we put in our dues, man. We've done it. We've, we've had great success. But there's nothing like coming together and forming something that's going to be special for the R&B community. I'm sure not just the R&B community, man. Music needs it right now, brother. I mean, I, I can't yeah. even stress that enough. The music music needs it right now. Let's see here. What I got next was, oh, man. So, I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, I'll bring up me and Dave's gospel kind of acquaintances that we have in common. You are the son of a gospel singer. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my dad, he sang uh, gospel for many years. He did a little bit of R&B, too. But my father's a pastor. He probably became a pastor when I was uh, uh, maybe 11, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, the funny thing about it is I never sang in church, though, man. I never sang in church at all yeah. like I, I just I, I didn't want to do it you know what I'm saying like I at that particular time in my life I felt like I was being pressured you know what I'm saying and people knew I could sing but I was in the R&B man I, I wasn't really into gospel music like that I was strictly I was listening to Michael Jackson you know Prince Babyface all that so that was my thing yeah wow wow because you know we all have not all of us but a lot of us, especially when we get to a creative space professionally our background seems to stem always from a gospel background. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, like, you know, Life Jennings is a friend of mine. Life Jennings is, is a rapper, really, who can mm-hmm. sing better than he can rap. I'm right. really a singer who can rap better than I can sing. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I write for singers, but I can't, I can't, I know how to do it. You know what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, but I can't, I can't do it. Right, I got you. I Man, I remember you. being in this uh, session with uh my big homie Tony Terry. I had wrote a record, and I and I had I was like, yeah, Tony, so it go like this. And he was like, you know something? I was like, what's up? He was like, you really can't sing. <laughs> I said, God, <laughs> I said, God damn, Tony, I'm not a singer. Don't do that, Tony. Yeah, that that kind of hurts the ego. <laughs> I mean, I'm hey, I wasn't even trying to be no singer. I was trying to teach him the record. Right, Tony. So. Shout out to this next gentleman I'm about to uh, ask you about, DJ Eddie F. Man, man, without Eddie F, I, I wouldn't be here right now, man. I mean, Talk about it. honestly, honestly, man, I, I met Eddie F in uh, 1992 or three. I was in a group at the time. Our group name was Porsche, and we had a showcase out there in D.C. Um, it was a big con- uh, conference out there called the BRE, the Black Radio Exclusive Convention. And everybody was there, man. We had a showcase, but nobody came to our showcase. Nobody knew who we were. Mm-hmm. We was like, yo, man, we got to take this opportunity and we got to get seen. So we just stood outside the hotel. We knew a lot of people was coming out outside that hotel. Um, Eddie F walked out. We was like, yo, man, that looked like Heavy D DJ right there. Let's go ask him, can we sing for him? So we went over, sung for him. He was like, yo, don't sing for nobody else. I'm going to sign y'all. So I mean, you know, we like, man, yeah, right, whatever. Right. So we went right. We so we we seen somebody else come out. We went over there about start singing for them. He came over like, look, man, I'm telling y'all, don't sing for nobody else, man. I'm 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 assigning y'all, man. I said and about about <laughs> about about a couple months later, about maybe about two three months later, man, he sent us plane tickets from Chicago. I mean, uh, from Jersey to Chicago, and we went out to Jersey, man, and uh, and, and he signed us, man. So, so oh. big shout out to Eddie F, man. He put me around a lot of people, man, like Dave Hall, uh, Kenny Carnegie, um, um, just himself. Right. Uh, he introduced me to Puff, you know what I'm saying? 
Wow. So he put me around a lot of people which started my career as a songwriter before I actually came out as an artist because my group had broke up. So he put me around a lot of people, man, that started my career as a songwriter because I was already writing songs. Right, right. And I'm we're going to pivot into that next. It's crazy, man. Um, so there's so, and I always say this, there's so many talented individuals that just need that one connect. Cause all it take is one. It take all it take is one song. All it take yep. is one connect. It just takes one yep. of the right ingredient. And if you have been doing, um, you know, if you have been doing your due diligence and you've been working, you'll be prepared for that opportunity. You'll be prepared. Yep. It's gonna come if you keep yep. working. Yep. Cause I was, <clears throat> you know, I had already knew so much about you. You know what I mean? Like the world knows a lot about you. You know, but I was looking at and I'm like there was a point in time where you didn't want to do it anymore. Not only that, you didn't want to necessarily be here anymore. Mm -hmm. You were going through a major depression. Now, oh yeah, oh, I, yeah. I suffer from depression. I, I'm, I'm transparent about it. Uh, I think a lot of us do. A lot of us are scared to admit it or not really know what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, you were very transparent and vocal about that time in your life. Can you can you can you talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, um, it it was around the time when uh, the Face Records had shut down, um, and then Arista Records had shut down as well. So all of the artists that was on the Face and Arista went over to Jive Records. Mm. Uh, at Jive Records, I, I was already going through some stuff. I had just moved to my house um, here in Atlanta. Uh, I was just about to start my project, uh, Journey of Gemini. And um, and I was going to a label that already had, well, I was already on a label that had Usher. We had got them, uh, uh, Tony Rich. We had- uh, Tony uh, Rich Project, yeah. Uh, we had Mario. We had, um, then I was going over to a label that had R. Kelly, Joe, Justin Timberlake. They had just signed Chris Brown. Um, it was just, it was chaos for me. It was chaos because it's like, damn, I'm already leaving a label that kind of get me. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they pushed the button a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now I'm gonna go to a label that already got all these other artists, and I know they don't get me. You know what I'm saying? And they already got their favorites and all of this. So you know, around that particular time, and I was going through a lot, man, mentally. Um, just had broke up with my 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 baby moms. You know, after being together for a long time, and 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 we got four children together. Wow. And I was I was here in this house in this big house by myself. So man, I was I was uh, I was going through a lot, man. I was drinking every day, man, and and I on some real shit, man. I I really felt like you know my life was everything was like crumbling. You know what I'm saying? Like like I I I didn't have the same respect at the label that I had before. Right. Nobody really knew me. The songs that I had wrote for that particular album, they wanted me to go in and and do a whole new project. And I'm like, yo, man, like, and and they wanted to take. They wanted to take my songwriting away from me. They wanted other people to write the songs. What? We worked with other producers and all that. So I mean, at that particular time, man, I just felt like everything was crumbling. So I was drinking a lot, you know. Um, wow. Damn, they're drinking every day, man. Like, you know, if if, if I didn't have um, some vodka, I have a a, a twenty four pack of beer. I, I was everything was downhill, man. So what what, um, what brought what you, happened, man? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now I was I was gonna say what what happened was. Uh, one day, man, I, I um, 
I drank a gallon, man, a gallon of vodka, man. No, you didn't. I'm serious, bro. I drank a gallon of vodka, and you know how you know when you drink a lot of shit, you know you could you you could you could hear the water going. It's not water, but you can hear the, the liquid in your yeah, stomach. In your stomach, yeah. I, I I went to sleep and still woke up drunk. You know what I'm saying? Went to sleep and still woke up drunk. That's how much I could have had alcohol poison, anything. So that was that was when I knew I was like, you know what, man, this is it. I called my mom. I said, you know what, mom. I said, I, I want to go to rehab. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to, you know, change this thing, you know? So yeah. that's what I did. I went to rehab, man. I spent, uh, I think, a, a, a little over two weeks there. And, um, and, and I started feeling good about myself again. Uh, the album eventually came out. But, you know, I was still going through the mental things because two weeks can't really solve anything. You know what right. I'm saying? It just helped me get off of the alcohol. You know, so around that time, I was still dealing with, you know, some emotional things that I was going through. You know, and 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 the crazy part about it is all of these things that I was going through, I created them. Wow. You know it was me who created all of this. I mean, well, I didn't have anything to do with the label situation, but but my reaction to it was what I created. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. a lot of the things that I was going through was I was making it up in my in my head and believing what I was making up. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, number one, man. Um I think, I think you really, you really, you really raised something for me when you said, you know, you was there uh, at this rehab facility for a little over two weeks, but it, 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 it helped with the drinking, but it didn't help because the drinking is just, it's not the problem. Right. That's the bandaid. That's the, that's the, that's what the medicine. problem leads right. you to kind of sometimes. Right. 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 Wow. I'd, I'd rather be, I'd rather be high or drunk than deal with what's really going on. And, 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 when, and when we sober up, our problem is still there. It's still there. That's, still there. Oh, that's a word, man. That's a word, Diamond. That's a word, brother. Yep. And so you got out of that. And where did you go from there? Well, I mean, you know, um, again, I'm on the road. I mean, well, I, I complete the album. The album comes out. Uh, we, we, we hit number one. Uh, my first number one album, um, but the label didn't push it. And the reason why they didn't push it was because I was giving them hell. You know what I'm saying? I'm still dealing with, I mean, I, I wasn't, I was off the alcohol, but I was still dealing with the mental shit. Mm. So every time we have meetings with them, I, I give them hell. Like, nah, I don't want you to do that. Don't do, you know, I, I was just, I was really irate. Wow. They like, the album was dope as fuck, but they like, we're not gonna push this guy, man. He he up ahead, like acting come on, like man. this. Like, acting like this, man. Like, who the fuck you think you are, man? Like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So they end up not pushing the album. And I, I and I totally I get it now. I didn't get it then. Mm. I get it now because look how I was behaving. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, why why would I want to, you know, give somebody or, or support somebody who is, is talking crazy to me? You know what I'm saying? So um what eventually happened is I I started getting therapy. Um, met a beautiful woman, man, mm. uh, who, who totally changed my life, man. I mean, really? you know, she got me thinking, thinking differently. Um, and just, you know, she gave me the type of love that I needed, you know what I'm saying? Which wow. I, I never had, you know, even though I was with my ex for a while, um, I had never shared that type of love where somebody is pushing me and pushing me to be great. You know what I'm saying? Seeing my flaws mm. 
and able to deal with it. Because again, I'm a Gemini man, so I mean, I, I come with a lot of a lot of different emotions, and and I'm hot, I'm cold, and she was able to 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 see me for who I am, and and she um she definitely man pushed me in the, in, the, in the right direction, man. So things started to change. Man, shout out to all the queens out here that that have to that love us enough, man. You know what I mean? That love us enough to see through our fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm an Aquarius, but I'm, I promise you, if you would, if you're a woman out there watching this and you are with an artist at all, a creative at all, we are we are strange yeah. birds, man. Yeah, man. It, it's it's tough to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to deal with people who are creative anyway, because you know you you have to think outside the box. You know, I mean, you you you're, you're creating things, you're making up things. You know, what I'm saying some of it's true, some of it's not. You have to add a little bit of fiction uh, to make things. You know, so being creative is not easy um, for a woman to deal with a creative person. But when you add all of the all of the baggage that you come to the relationship with, then that, that makes it even more tougher. <sighs> Man, it gets it just got real complicated in my head. Just thinking, you got me thinking about my shit. You got it got real complicated real fast. Now let me let me. Uh oh, see they messing with you again. What just happened? Yes, yes, we're back, y'all. Listen, stop hitting Donnell Jones. Y'all know he on the podcast with Save All. Stop it. I'm telling y'all, leave me alone right now. <laughs> we, we we talking some deep shit right now. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, so that's good. That's good that we had it because we because like it, it got heavy because it's real, right? It's real, man. Uh, I got a question. Sure. You know what's up? Oh yeah, I can. I got little I got pipes, baby. Right, right, I got right. pipes, baby. Right. <laughs> how do you? How did that song come to be, man? That's a big record, actually, man. That song, that's that's uh, Eddie and. Darren Lighty produced that record. I didn't write it. I'm going to tell you who wrote it. Anthony Hamilton, uh, Cliff Lighty, and this guy named Bilal. And, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm on Fat Joe's podcast. I think we had a a, a Joker moment. Wait a minute. Wait a <laughs> minute. Wait a minute. You know what's everybody know that song hit record. You yeah. mean to tell me Anthony Ham? Hold on. Bilal? Not not the artist. Oh man, listen, I was about to throw not, Yeah, ah. not, not 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 the artist, not the artist, but 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 this but uh, uh, hot writer back then named uh uh Bilal, yep. Wrote the record, man. And and when I uh I think you got muted or something like that. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. So 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 when I first heard the record, I always loved the track, man. I thought the track was fire. Mm. But the, the first song that they wrote on it was something about when you hit a car horn, blow. And I was like, eh, I don't like that, man. You know what I'm saying? So they went back. Mm. And they and and when I heard the second version of it, you know, what's up? I was like, man, this, this is it. This is this is ridiculous. This is crazy. And I knew we had some because it was the, it was like it was like the last record that we did on the album. You know what I'm saying? Because Eddie Eddie is, is known for. Okay, Donnell, you go do your thing, uh, you know, and 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 what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna come in in the end and find out what you're missing, and I'm gonna mm. add those key pieces that you're missing, mm. and that's exactly what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that he did, we we did it at the end because he knew. Okay, well, okay, you got this, you got that, but 
this is what you don't have. So we need this club banger. We need we need a little something in the streets over here. So this is what we, this is what I'm gonna do. And that's what he, he that's what he's really really awesome at, man. Is is executive producing an album and making sure you're not leaving anybody out. Wow. So he just he just hit all the all the sectors that you needed and yep. filled up the gaps and made it complete. Yep. yep. Man, you need somebody like that. I feel like I feel like that's Diddy. I feel like that's Dr. Dre. I feel like that was Quincy Jones. Yeah. Uh, that type of vibe. Wow. 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 Now, I didn't know this. Don't don't get mad at me. I didn't know it. I didn't know. It knocked me off my feet. Was such a like you killed that. Like, Appreciate it, bro. Like, are you are you kidding me? I if I was a singer. I would never try to cover Stevie. <laughs> and you did it and it was a success. That's what what why that song from Stevie. If you're gonna cover Stevie, why that one? I'm gonna fuck you up with this one. Oh shit. Had I had I I didn't even know it was a Stevie Wonder song, man. Man, I'm about to this you know what I'm saying, and I'm a Stevie this, Wonder this, fan. This interview is over. This is over. This is over. <laughs> that <laughs> That particular song right there, man, I didn't even know it was a Stevie Wonder song. You know what I'm saying? And the producer who produced the record name is uh, Dan, uh, Darren Winnington. And he was like, yo, D, I, I, I need you to you know, help me, man. I'm, I'm trying to get some, some producer work. So I want you to come to the crib and, and, and sing a couple songs for me so I can put it on my, on my, um, on my, my reel. So when I let people hear it, you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll want to work with me. So I, I got to his crib. And uh, his wife sang the song to me. And I sang it back to the tape, you know what I'm saying? And shit, and the them heard, they was like, yo, man, this shit gotta go on the album. I don't know what the hell you talking, this, this gotta go on the album. You know, shortly after I found out it was Stevie Wonder record, and when they played both of them, I'm like, damn, man, that's 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 kind of scary, man. Like, cause I would have never, come on, man, I would have never touched the Stevie Wonder record. <laughs> I don't even like doing remakes, man. Right. Like, I, don't, I don't like touching them things, man, cause I know, like when you remake somebody's stuff, man. Like, if you don't do it better, or 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 any little thing could be off, man. People are like, nah, man, I ain't, I ain't fucking with any that. little thing. Any little thing could be off, man. And and <clears throat> honestly, man, like that was a gift from God right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, put me because that was one of my biggest records off my first album. That's so. That's so crazy. But when I listen to your version and Stevie's version. Sonically, y'all have the same vocal frequency singing that song. Wow. The tone, the tonality of it is very similar. Mm. That's why I think you were able to, I mean, first of all, you can sing, but just because you can sing don't mean you have the right tone for a particular record. That's correct. And I right. think that you, and I think that that worked in your favor a lot. Did you hear, um, Joe's cover of Adele's Hello? He killed that. He killed it. He I, killed I don't it. even want to, I don't even want to talk about it. Like that's yeah, he so killed Yeah, he killed that. He, I mean, he smashed it, man. Like, like, but Joe is another one of those guys, man, that I mean, he is an, an, an amazing vocalist, man. Amazing guitarist. And I mean, a, a, an amazing songwriter, man. So I, I expect those type of things from him, man, because I mean, He's been doing it for a while. He's very seasoned. And um, um, 
and he's one of the greatest at at, at what he does, man. Like Joe is is by but, far, but one hello, of the, one of the best. But hello, mm-hmm. how do you cover something that sold the Big. world knows it <laughs> from Adele, who's a white European, like not white European, but from Europe, you know, killing this record that no one ever heard before she did it. And here you got a black male, soulful, playing a piano. Man, man. Murdered it. Murdered it, man. I mean, like. Let me tell you how fucked up this industry is. If he would have did that song and it was his record, he wouldn't have sold half of what Adele said. Killing it the same way. If he would have did it first and she still would have came and done it second, her record would still be bigger. Period. That's what I'm saying. Yep. 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 I'm not, I'm not with that. I'm not with yep. that. Now watch yep. this. When I had Case on, um, wait, there's one more thing. Okay, I want to get by this, and then I got I got a question of the day. And, and my questions of the day is always, it's kind of, it throws a twist in the, in, the, in, the, in the works a little bit. But before we get to that, real quick. Okay. I did this with uh, Case, and he surprised me. Uh, he kind of disappointed me a little bit. Shout out to my man, Case. But, so, I'm a, um, I want you to give me your five greatest male vocalists. In your opinion, these are your five. This is Donnell Jones, five best male vocalists of all time. Let's go. Uh, number one would definitely be Michael Jackson. Number vocalist. two would be Stevie. Yeah, vocalist. Yep. Vocalist. Uh, number two would be Stevie Wonder. Okay. Number three would be Teddy Pendergrass. Wow. Uh, number four would be um, Glenn Jones. Wow. Um, and number five, I I I gotta say um R. Kelly. You you know what? It is so out of out of that, out of your five, in cases five, I think the only one y'all have in common. No, y'all got two in common, Teddy Pendergrass and Stevie Wonder. Okay. <laughs> this is how both of y'all are fucking disappointing me. <laughs> Luther Vandross is not either one of y'all top five. No, let me let me tell you why. Oh my god! And, 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 and look, let me tell you why. And I, and I love Luther, man. But when I was growing up, my mother didn't play a lot of Luther records, mm. so it wasn't something that was played a lot in my house. Like I'm, I'm going off of of the things that really inspired me. And when I was young, I heard a lot, and those were the people that she played a lot. Like Steve, she's like like she'll play the she'll play some of Luther. But it wasn't her favorite records, and something right. most times we gravitate towards what our moms played or what our dads played back in the days, and that's what she played the most. So that's what I fell in love with, you know. But uh, but by by no means, man, Luther is is one of the greatest ever. <laughs> I mean, just 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 because I mean he wasn't nobody that riff all over shit, and I, and I love that about him. Right. But his tone and 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 the way woo, 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 all, all of that, man, I mean, like. Yeah, control, Ooh, man. man. Yes, man. Bad as hell, man. So, so I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely Luther. But, hey, but this is this is one of those things that, man, we could go on for days because there's so many great. I mean, I, I didn't say Donny Hathaway. I didn't say uh, it's a lot of people I didn't yeah. say. So, so I mean, yeah, five. That's 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 tough. That's tough. <laughs> that's like that's like that's like that's like yeah, man. That's like that's like always. People always asking me who my top five rappers of all time. I'm like. I mean, my top five rappers is really easy. It's 
probably never going to change. But staying on topic, let me tell you a little secret. Case said Luther ain't in his top 20. Wow. I wanted to I wanted to hang up the thing right then. I said that's wow. impossible. Wow. There's not 19 wow. men that can sing better than Luther Vandross. There's not a lot of men that can sing better than Luther, period. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, when you when you put people stand, I mean uh, uh side by side, there's not a lot of people that can sing better than Luther. And, and I and I mean like vocally live. Um, I, I mean like you know. His tone, his tone alone. Um, damn, I, I didn't even say. Uh, damn, what's, what's, oh, forget it, forget it. I, I'm not gonna take his name. Now, also, also, I didn't mention this in the beginning of this, but I also told Case it also this this category also includes gospel singers too. See, that's a whole other thing, man. That's, that's, that's a whole nother. Yeah, like like you got to break it up because I mean, then then a lot of guys I just named probably wouldn't even be in at all. Look. Look, look, look. You know what I'm saying? So shout out, to you for, shout out for you for naming R. Kelly though, because he don't R. Kelly is so ridiculous with his vocals. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, somebody that can that can that can change directions and, and that can sound different ways all the time. I mean, granted, man, I understand where he's at right now and what's going on. But I mean, let's take all put all that aside. Yeah. And and, and let's focus on the talent alone. Uh, unmatched 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 man and you know it's crazy i was up late now i'm always up late working man but i was up late night and i remember how he put out the trapped in the closet stuff right right and i i, I remember I, I asked myself like how did that end like i don't even remember how that end that was so long ago when i looked it up don i found chapters 22 through 34 <laughs> that he did yeah, years later. It wow. is, have you seen it? I haven't seen it, man. I'm I, I, I think I stopped at, at, at ten. I think I, I, I think I was over it at ten because the story started getting like crazy, crazy. So I was like, okay, I'm done. You have no idea. You have no idea. No idea what happened. I'm, wow. I'm, it's it's. I'm gonna send you the link. I might wow. post the link. I might post the link in 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 when I post this video. I might post the link. I'm gonna send you, know, you a link though. You gotta you see know, it. You know the funny thing, man. I, 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 I was asked a question, man, and, and 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 some people got mad at me. They asked me who I thought the king of R&B was. Uh oh. And I said, I, I, I said Stevie Wonder. And the reason why I said Stevie Wonder is because, and, and R. Kelly would be second, in my opinion. The reason I said Stevie Wonder is because of the level of song and the hearts that he touched. I'm talking about love, like, 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 like real love. I ain't talking about like sex and all that shit like that. I'm talking about like love songs and touching, touching people's hearts. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and giving them a message in the music. That's why I chose Stevie. Wow. And I chose Stevie also because I mean, we talking about somebody who's won 25 Grammys, man. A lot of, a lot of cats ain't even got that close. So that's why I chose Stevie, man. And, 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 you know, again, now if we, if we talking about hit for hit, then R. Kelly wins that all the time. But I'm talking about when we talking about love, and we talking about respect and 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 love for women and and love for the world and 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 healing ourselves as people. Stevie, man, Stevie wrote some shit, man. That you know, you just you listen to it and you like, man, he, he he's touching something that that we need to be focused on. Number one, number two, Stevie plays forty five thousand instruments. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are that we, alone what are we too, even yeah. doing? <laughs> and, and and not to mention, he's blind. I mean, Which, and he does all of this shit. I'm so glad you said that. Now, from an instrument from an instrumentation point of view, I think maybe it's all connected. I don't think that's fair. This is why I say that. Follow me. Follow, see if you follow me. Okay. When you when you lose a sense, mm-hmm. other senses get stronger. That's a fact, True. right? True. It just True. so happens that Stevie Wonder is in an industry where sound, right, mm-hmm. is your is your best weapon in, in this industry, right? So True. if you lose, now watch this. If if I don't know if bird watching was his passion, he would be mm-hmm. fucked up in the game. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> right. 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 Like damn, I, I can't watch birds no more. <laughs> I don't, I'm, this is no slight to Stevie. I love him. No, no, no. All I I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, but it just so happens that he's in the industry where sound is king, right? So when you lose something else that don't have nothing to do with your industry. And he gained a more sensitive ear. It gives him almost. It sounds stupid because he's he has a he has a handicap, but his handicap makes him a superhero because of the industry he's in. So it's almost strengthened him. Right. Does that makes sense. It does. But 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 here's what I, I'll say. But it takes a level of discipline to learn all of those instruments because I mean, you just don't pick up a guitar. You don't just pick up a, 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 a harmonica. Like it takes a level of, okay, I got to practice and to be able to do all of those very well means that he was, he was not only was he gifted, but he was dedicated to his craft. And a lot of people, man, don't do that. They're not dedicated. They don't, they don't practice as much. Like, man, like for instance, man, like, like I feel like even though I've been in this business for a long ass time, man, like, I'm still learning something new every day, man. I, I, I always, when it's time to make a record, I throw everything away, man, and act as if I know nothing. So wow. it's like starting over again. And that's when wow. I find my best songs is when I'm, when I'm like, oh shit, like I'm learning this all over again. That's, that's a that, great that's approach. That's a great approach, man. That I, I never, I had nobody never tell me like, like say that like that. That's a great approach. That's a really great, which I feel like it's probably easier said than done. You know, I've been doing music 20, 20 some years yeah. and, and you have probably longer than that. So it's just like, how do we uh, how do we not unlearn it? But how do we press mute on our intelligence level of something and start out like with the passion and the approach? Like we're just doing this brand new and we're from that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well you know what? What I do, man, is is I take a complete break from music. Mm. You know what I'm saying I, I take a complete break. I don't I don't I don't mess with it. I don't listen to it i don't and i I give my stuff at least three or four months to do that when i'm getting ready to work on a project that way i'm fresh i don't know i don't know where none of my sounds at no more i don't know where none of my stuff because i I could either go and be like okay that's over there that's over there no i want to come in fresh and 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 it's almost like i'm discovering things again and it's like i'm I'm, it's fresh to me again yeah that way i don't you know i don't use the same thing i did before i could come with a fresh mindset that's good if that makes sense that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Well, I tell you what, I got about a couple more minutes with you, man. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time. Uh, I had a question the other day. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get into it. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna go wheel in. Sometimes you just gotta go off the script. You just got off script. Right, right. 
So let me ask you something else. Have you ever thought about getting in the acting world, like te television, film? Honestly, man, uh, um, I, it's something I would love to do. If I had the opportunity, and, and you know what? Um, I've never pursued it. Mm. But if I had the opportunity, man, I would, I would jump in it both feet, man. Because I feel like, you know, we can act, man. All of us can act, you know? I mean, we, we, we do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, life itself is an act, depending on what crowd you're around or who you're around. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we all are actors. You know, it's yeah, just and, women, if and women that's watching this, I'm sorry, Don. Women that's watching this, don't take what he's saying as men are actors, okay? He's saying humans. Right, in all a of big us. play called life, right. and we're all right. actors in it. All of us. Because you know they take that you know, shit and run. So, so, you, so you've been acting this whole time, huh? Right. Like, no, I, I, I can give you an example. Like my mama, right? You know, when she on the phone with me, she be like, yeah, what's up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Then when somebody in Portugal, she, that, that, the voice changed. You know what I'm saying? It's, or, 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 or when it's when it's some some business, everything changed. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's 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 an act. You know what I'm saying we 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 actors, man. All of us are. It depends <laughs> on who you're around or what situation you're around. You might be with the homies. It's different with with the homies than with the wife. Be different. Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's 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 all a it's all a game of life. And it's it's all a play. Yeah. So I mean, I think we all can can uh can can do that, man. But I I really admire guys like. Will Smith and oh. uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson and and Denzel, because those guys they they really perfected it and and they do it very well. How, speaking, I'm I'm so glad that's crazy you said it. How do you feel? Because I only got a couple more minutes. How how do you feel about what's going on with Will and like his memoir and his situation with Jada Pinkett Smith? How do you feel about? Do you have? I mean, how do you feel about that? Because because basically, it it ha it's not new news that mm -hmm. him and Jada have had uh, an interesting dynamic to their marriage and relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They both have said things separately. They both have said things together. Um, but now he's coming out with this, or he's, come, he's either came out or coming out with this memoir. And he's saying about how he was so jealous of Tupac because mm -hmm. of her relationship with him mm -hmm. and that there was a time where he wanted to commit suicide. And... I remember seeing an excerpt uh, that he said that, like everybody knows Will Smith as this big actor, this this millionaire, this bigger than life guy. He was like, I I struggle, be like a regular, mm -hmm. like I'm regular as hell. It just so right. happens that I have these these particular accolades or whatever. Right. And I thought that was humanizing as hell. And I thought that was inspiring. Is Will Smith has yeah. problems? Yeah. He has I identity mean, problems and no, no, don't die. Confidence. Will Smith has confidence problems. What in the I fuck? I, I I can believe that. I mean, if, look, if, if we're really going to be honest, yeah, we've all felt exactly what Will's talking about. I mean, there's been times in my life I've been jealous. There's been time at times in my life, um, um where, you know, I felt a certain kind of way about things, you know what I'm saying, when, it, when dealing with, in relationships. There's been times that I've cheated in relationships. I mean, if we're really going to be honest, man, like, like, like we've all done some things in life that we're not proud of and things that we are proud of. But when you got that spotlight on you, it, it, it kind of it, it shuts down. Nobody can see the other side of you, you know what I'm saying, the, the part that, that, that where you're hurting at. You know, they only see... This part, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's Donnell Jones, but they don't know that, man, this motherfucker, I'm I, I'm worse than you. You know what I'm saying? I got more, I got way more problems than you. I got issues, I got, I mean, I got shit I'm dealing with. 
you know, when I was a kid, I went through this. But I, I mean, so a lot of us haven't fixed those things, man, and we carry those things through life. And other people think that we're so happy and we're so this and so that. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But I love the fact that he was very honest. And it just shows us that, man, I mean, we as people, man, we need to be a, a little bit more open and, and, and be a little bit more honest with ourselves. And, uh, and, and that way people out there, man, can see that, you know, being famous ain't, ain't all what it's cracked up to be. It's, it's, it's a job. It's just a job. It's, it's, it's what we do for a living. Wow. But, uh, uh, but, but some of y'all are more happier than us. And you don't even know it, but you think That's this is what you fact. want. But that is you, know, you don't know fact. what comes with it. It's so funny because I remember seeing an interview with uh, Jim Carrey, who right. could be a billionaire if he wanted to. Right. That's just Jim Carrey. Right. A plus, 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 plus actor. Yep. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what's above an A plus, but he's that. Yeah, he is. He says, and I, and I preach this now, right? He says, I wish that everybody in the world had everything they ever wanted in the world. How big, how little in between. I want you to have whatever your heart desires, just so you can see that it don't mm -hmm. matter at all. Yep, that ain't it. This is coming from, like, you understand, like, like, that's why I bring up Will Smith because, you know, depending on what room we in, Savon the biggest nigga in the room. Mm -hmm. Depending on what room we in, Donnell Joe's the biggest nigga in the room. Mm -hmm. You got to get some, you got to get Queen Elizabeth mm -hmm. to be the biggest person in the room if Will Smith is in the room. Mm -hmm. Will Smith is always the biggest nigga in the room. Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey, the same. So what I'm saying is, for somebody of that caliber, and we know what you and I went through to get to where we are, can you mm -hmm. imagine? Music, acting, feature films, like, and for someone of, of that caliber to say those things in such a transparent and humanizing way is super inspiring. And I thank Fair. you for your time and... Your transparency, Donnell, you need your fucking roses, my dude. You, man, people need, to, a lot of people know Donnell Jones, the artist. A lot of people know, say, uh, uh, Donnell Jones, the person, but not enough people know Donnell mm -hmm. Jones, the person. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. one of the reasons I wanted you on here, man, to give you a platform so you can tell people this is Donnell Jones, and these are the th some of the things I go through. These are some right. of my thoughts. These are some of my ideas. And, man, I appreciate your time. I owe you one. I got some oh, cigars man, for you. Real, I got some cigars for you. I've hey, been man, hey, send them my way, bro. I got some cigars for you, baby. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is it is it anything that you want the people to know before we get off here, man? Look, man, I just want to tell the fans, man, look, I, I love you guys, man, with all my heart, man. Thanks for rocking with me for... 20 something years, man, like 20 over 25 years. And uh, um, look, I'm gonna keep making music if y'all keep listening. And, and that's this point blank, blank period, man. I, I love y'all and thanks again. I mean, we gotta get Savon on the verse on the new Donnell Jones project. Come on, man. Come on, come on, bro. Come on. That's easy. That's easy. As soon as I finish this, this, uh, this shot album, I got another album I'm working on right now. And, and uh, we're getting important to me, man. I mean, it's very important to me. So, for sure. Definitely. For sure. Well, thank you, man. Listen, y'all, y'all have just witnessed Savon's legendary podcast with the incomparable, the ultra-talented, transparent, human, honest Donnell Jones. And as always, peace, young world. Man, peace, God. Love, man. Love, brother. Legendary.
gas. 